This is Wrecking Date Night with Bjorn and Josh, a movie podcast where we wreck all the best date night movies. I'm Josh Florhog. And I'm Bjorn RG. We're not releasing the um, videos of these, but uh, oh boy. Cool. Oh boy. Should we just get right into it? Or Let's get right into this because we both have out. a lot of opinions. Cool. So right out the gate, we are talking about the uh, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan classic film, You've Got Mail from 1998. The one sentence description, because if I don't do it right now, we're never going to do it. Uh, two business rivals who despise each other in real life unwittingly, un, yeah, unwittingly fall in love over the internet. Mic drop. <laughs> That's it right there. That that is that is kind of what it's about. They're not business rivals. I'm gonna I'm gonna negate that right there. All right. One of them is basically Amazon. And the other one is uh, Bill and Jim's Ship Factory. <laughs> you think Amazon? I thought it was more like... Um, it's Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble or like Borders. Like one of the ones yeah. that's no longer around. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's basically Barnes and Noble and then they're a mom and pop bookshop. And then he's like, we're just going to buy... That's how the movie starts is he's like, I'll just buy all these bookshops around New York and then we can steal their inventory and shut them down so we are the only game in town. Yep. I just love, I wrote down that Amazon probably put him out of business after this. Yes. Like the sequel is, uh, you've got a text message and it's Tom Hanks is now getting put out of business by Amazon. Can I bring something up? I like how unabashedly rich he is. What do you mean? Like he never, he never downplays the fact that him and his dad are super rich. Okay. Like, like they never try to act like normal people. Like they're always hanging out on the yacht and yep. stuff like that. <laughs> like, like it's just a, a normal thing to be like, oh, broke up with my girl. So now I'm going to live on this yacht that's apparently nicer than the apartment that we lived, that they lived in before. <laughs> I like that he, they own three yachts that are right next to each other. And they, they keep using the one that best suits them. Yeah. For the situation. Like. Like when it's just Tom Hanks's character and um, his uncle, <laughs> yeah, and his very younger brother. Like they they take the small the small sailboat, but then when Dad moves in, they go to the biggest yacht, and they're all right next to each other. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought that was fun. It's like, oh, you you just had to move into your yacht. <laughs> Good. Good for you. I I don't like when rich people downplay it because no one no one gets to be rich. So like, I'm not rich, be rich in the movie. So I can see what rich people do. I mean, I feel like usually, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't downplay it at all. I almost, I think I appreciated that. Did you not? So you didn't like that? No, I loved it. I okay. love, I love, I hate in movies when rich people are like, I'm going to pretend to be poor. It's like, why? <laughs> we all want to pretend to be rich. Cause that's what, that's what rich people do is they just pretend to be poor. In every rom-com they do, for They're sure. Like, Let's go camping. <laughs> yeah. No. 
I'm staying at a, I'm staying at a Rich Carlton because I can. <laughs> right, I can do whatever. Uh, since you brought it up, I I wrote down that he had. This is in 1998, so we have to be aware that for him to be sending emails from a yacht, said yacht needs to have a landline. I guess I don't know that much about yachts, but like, do they get land? Can you get a landline on a yacht? Um, in this, no, it's <laughs> it's not a landline. It's it's like a cell phone network. Is it? Yeah, it's it like wasn't a car like phone. it wasn't like I guess yeah, and he, that's so he's spending. He's really flexing. Like it has uh, to be hundreds of dollars a month to run the internet up. like that. Ninety nine, it's like two hundred dollars a month. I don't think um, the way that the title came from the "You Got Mail." I don't think he had one of those AOL online <laughs> like discs to get this. Uh, no, he, he has the subscription. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's already subscribed. I don't did you do you remember those when there was just like those were everywhere there were those like those CDs that were yeah, for it's like 1400 like minutes yeah yeah of free internet remember that when you could buy minutes of internet yeah it was like you had just... a package that would include so many minutes i could my i'm always online in my house my phone's always online yeah you'd eat this movie that. really is the predecessor to how we date now in the real world absolutely I, I think it's fun because it's like it was sort of like almost a novelty at the time that it came out. I feel like I mean, like how old were you in '98? That would make me ten. I don't know, nine, 10, nine, 11. I think nine, <laughs> like nine years old. I can't remember I, if I saw this or not. It's PG, so I probably saw it. I I saw I saw this movie. I think when I was like seventeen or eighteen. Like it might have been in or right after high school. And I was okay. like, "Fuck this movie! This movie is stupid." Really? And then I watched it as a thirty-year-old man, and I'm like, "This movie is everything ever." Uh, gonna go out on a limb. Greatest uh, chick flick or rom-com we have watched thus far, and everyone after this will be compared <laughs> to it. In my that's opinion. not even a limb. That's the whole tree. That's I'm the out whole on it. tree right there that we are going to live. Movie. We're building this house on that tree. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, though. I went into this movie with not much hope because I did not love Sleepless in Seattle. And okay. this movie was, you know, it was supposed to be like the quote unquote sequel, but not a sequel. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to like this. And I didn't want to like it. And then every moment of this movie, I loved it. Yeah, I was like, wow, I was super wrong about this movie. <laughs> I was like, yeah. can't wait to watch this because we're going to tear it apart. And I was like, this is actually very good. This is well, because very, I very didn't good. like I didn't like Meg Ryan and I didn't like Tom Hanks and Sleepless in Seattle. Hated both of them. And I was like, this is going to be the same thing where they're two idiots and they're dumb. But um, what they did, what Sleepless in Seattle didn't do, uh, they both were in kind of relationships. But those relationships didn't suck. It wasn't like just someone had a peanut allergy, so we hated yeah. them. It yeah, was yeah. like they were not compatible. No. And this they, is the first time I think Hollywood was like, let's try again. <laughs> like, this is their mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, Sleepless yeah. in Seattle was like a um, very high-grossing mulligan that they had. <laughs> Only Hollywood. They're like, you guys got qualms? We can fix those. <laughs> <laughs> we got this. Modern update. It's not the radio, it's the email. Yeah. 
And you guys like that internet thing? <laughs> very topical. No, this was so good. I thought, like, I really thought that Tom Hanks was brilliant in it. He was, like, the right amount of quirky and, and like, kind of goofy and funny. I was just like, ah, oh, I want to date Tom Hanks after this movie. <laughs> I want to find my Tom Hanks. <laughs> Where's my Tom I Hanks? I do, too. <laughs> Dude, he was so charming in that line at the grocery store. Oh, I thought he was going to pay for it. Did you think he was going to pay too. for it? I, because one, he's super rich. So I was like, right. he's going to come up and just pull out $80 cash and be like, you can get me later. Yeah. And just make her hate him so much more. But he did such a cooler thing by him coming up and being like, hey, sweetheart, which is in 99, you could call a woman that and they enjoyed it. <laughs> and they were like, oh, he yeah, likes now me. they're like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he came up, he charmed the shit out of this cashier who, was so mad that she didn't have cash. He's like, you got that credit card machine there? He goes, let's just swipe it on through. And she's like, all right. And then the second he leaves, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm only doing this because of him. Because he is hot. He is pretty hot, but also way charming and making up for that hotness by the charm. <laughs> oh, just so charming. Like just oozing charm. Because... I feel like the yeah. If that were to happen now, he'd be like, "Listen, sweetheart," and she'd be like, "Fuck you," and "Fuck you also, Karen." <laughs> Get the yeah. fuck out of my line. Like, first off, that's not how you're going to talk to me. I'm an employee here. I'm not your sex slave. <laughs> oh man, because here's what I expected. I expected him to see it and be like, "Oh, oh, oh, you can't pay for it. How about this?" How you like these apples? And then just drops a hundred dollar bill and is like, hope your groceries are under a hundred because here's one. <laughs> I wish you would have walked up and pulled out a stack of hundreds and been like, how much was it? How much was it? Here, very keep rich. the change because you obviously money. need it. <laughs> <laughs> he just gives everybody of mine a hundred dollar bill. Or like he could have dropped something in there, just been like, oh, I got this because I'm also putting your business out of business. Yeah. <laughs> like, I heard this you're is so I can of... sleep at night. <laughs> yeah. I heard you're gonna be out of <laughs> heard you're gonna be out of a job soon. So I got this. <laughs> just <laughs> just salt all over that wound. Oh, what if he said this? I just thought of the best line he could say. And it's the worst line, by the way. If he walked up and he's like, I'm going to take this off the tab when I buy your bookstore. <laughs> yeah. I'll Let's just consider... take this off. <laughs> Let's consider this a down payment on your whole life because I'm purchasing it probably hey, in the next week. Just verbally just tripping her <laughs> like in public. Oh, my God. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, uh, I let's see. Oh, there's I love the opening sequence where they both are trying to get their partners to leave so that they can go on the internet and email. <laughs> Was that a that, thing ever? Uh, I don't know, but it's the sneakiest, sn sneakiest, sneakiest thing ever. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like that scene really like the reality is they're looking at internet porn. They're not emailing other people. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like just making sure that she, like the behavior was definitely like, it had the feeling of like, oh, they're about to look at porn and they're embarrassed about the genres that they like. <laughs> oh, 
also like that would be less cheating if they were looking at porn. They're looking at internet porn. They're like, I hope my girlfriend leaves soon so I can have an intimate relationship with someone else. Yeah. My girlfriend could care less that I'm on porn at my house. But if I was really? like, I'm chatting with a stranger who I'm falling in love with, she would stab me in my sleep. Do you think it would be worse if you said you were chatting or if you were emailing with uh, another person that you've never met? I don't know. I feel like email's worse somehow. Because you got to be like formal. Yeah. You, you have to be like, dear. <laughs> like it's like an actual letter. Yeah, if I was like emailing with someone, I don't think she would be happy. I really wonder if that's evolved. Do you think like in 98, so like step back to 98, not maybe, I, I don't know, but we're the same age somehow. Uh, do you think that your partner in 98 would think that they uh, looking at internet porn is cheating? Do you think that was, was that a thing? Or is it like more of a thing like that it's just common now? It's just like, huh, this is how you learned all about sex because you grew up with the internet. I think in I think in '98 because you had to seek out internet porn more, mm-hmm. like it was kind of it was kind of bad because like you're going above and beyond to be a scumbag. Yeah, but now it's kind of just like it's weird if you didn't look at porn. Yeah, <laughs> but now I can spell Google wrong in a browser, and then fisting comes up. Yeah, exactly. You're just like, what is happening? Oh, uh, um. Yeah, that that was my my thought on that. I um I loved I loved the opening sequence. Of course. Of course it's the dial tone. Like what else is it going to be? Like the, <laughs> Yeah. Like that is the first sound you hear. I was yep. like what else what else are they going to put there? Like I mean they could have just done the like whoosh, you got mail or whatever it is. <laughs> that noise. This movie did so much for AOL. And then uh, the internet did so little for AOL right yeah. after. <laughs> this this, was this AOL movie payday. held up um, a lot like how th- that company did not. Oh, my God. Um, I Okay, let's talk about this. Uh, Dave Chappelle is just in this movie. <laughs> let's talk about all the secondary characters. Because not only is Dave Chappelle in this movie and kicking ass... But also, like, the other um, secondary characters, like Steve Zahn, mm. who I love. He's in a I lot love... of chick flicks, if I remember dude, correctly. I... Dude, I love Steve Zahn in everything. Really? Wasn't he? What movie was he in that was with, like, okay. I'm Riding I gotta... in Cars with Boys? Wait, was he in that? Yeah, he's the main character of Riding in Cars oh, with Boys. of course. Okay. Steve Zahn. Um, what else is Other he in? movies? That thing you do? I'm thinking of uh, other bad chick flicks that he was in. Sahara. <laughs> he was in that. Um, Dude, he's in everything. What dumb chick flick? What? Like, I was looking at another one and I was like, oh my God, he's in this. It's like How to Lose Your Guy in 10 Days or like one of those. He plays like a secondary character, I feel like. He's in National Security with Martin Lawrence, where they're like a cop duo. Happy Texas. I remember him in that. Joyride? Uh, he's in Joyride? He's the, oh, uh, yeah. he's the brother who gets out of prison that Paul Walker goes and picks up. It's his fault. That they oh, get... that's right. Oh, I know what movie you're thinking of. You're thinking of Saving Silverman with Jason Biggs. Yeah, he's in that. Because he Cause plays him and, like... He, him and Jack Black like live together. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's and I the believe one. they end up dating each other at the end. Oh, do they? <laughs> I, I forgot about that part. Where it's like, why don't you guys just hook up? And they're like, maybe we will. <laughs> and then they do. And then they're just like, you know what? You were right. <laughs> oh, he yeah. was also in Forces of Nature. <clears throat> okay. I, I feel like we need to do that one. That one looks especially Forces bad. Forces of Nature is very tricky. Uh. Yeah, he's in some good stuff. I like forgot about him, and then and then he just he shows up. I mean, like, what are Greg uh, Greg Kenner is a secondary character. He plays like who I didn't recognize right away because he has glasses on. Greg Kenner, who that is, or Kinnear? Did I say it wrong? Yeah, you said Kenner. Yeah, Kinnear. Yeah, uh, yeah. He listening, Bjorn. What people are going to listen to this? How embarrassing! Yeah, he's going to listen to Greg Kinnear this. is like, it's pronounced Kinnear. That's the comment. <laughs> uh, make sure and comment how the pronunciation of your name if we mispronounce it and you're listening to this. <laughs> Any actors? Dude, but also Dave Chappelle's super good in this, like now that you bring it up. I, I love to admit it because what is he like the district manager of all these bookstores? He's kind of the right-hand man. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the guy who's not related. He's the guy whose last name isn't Fox, mm-hmm. who's the most in charge. Yeah. And he's not like overly silly or he just, it's, it, it, you wouldn't he's not even. not silly or funny at all. Yeah. He's he just like a businessman. Yeah. He's just a businessman. This is just a paycheck, honestly, dude. Like, it's not even, it's not yeah, even anything. Like, do you think he was okay with that? Like, they're like, you don't have to be funny. You just have to be like uh, the CEO of a bookstore. Yeah. And he's just, like, hell yeah. <laughs> and we're both comics. So we get it where it's like, yeah, I'll do anything. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh, you're, you're that guy from You Got one. Mail. <laughs> like that was that was on the poster at <laughs> at some comedy oh, at Caroline's club. in New York. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen this next guy in You Got Mail, and he's like, "Fuck yeah, you have." How long do you think he used that credit though, as an opener? This movie came out in '99. What did he? He did. Um, he did Killing Him Softly probably in 2001. Yeah. Oh, so that was uh, after this. I've been a huge, and this is going to sound like, you know what, whatever. I was a, a Dave Chappelle fan, like, after I, I remember seeing Killing Him Softly, and I was like, this is the greatest comedian I've ever seen. And then I remember seeing it, like, and, like, Half-Baked, and, like, every, and Robin Hood, Men in Tights, like, all these movies, uh, Con Air, all these movies that I just loved him in. I remember that I specifically went over to a friend's house because I heard Chappelle show was coming out and I was such a fan and I didn't have cable. And so I went over to my friend's house to watch the um, first. And I just remember all my friends were just like, why? Like, you just, who is this guy? I've never heard of him. And I was like, so excited for the first episode of like, you got to check this guy out. Yeah. I just remember being a huge fan. Um, uh, he did half baked the year before, so he might have just used his half baked credit because he wrote half baked. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe he used uh, "You Got Mail" just to get to like a, a more broad audience. Because he was on Def Comedy and he had an HBO half hour before. Um. Oh no, he was a writer. I don't know what that means. No, he was his uh, whatever. I don't understand this stuff. Yes. But. Yeah, I was, um, I was a huge Dave Chappelle fan back in the day. I mean, I still, I, I like stuff. Whatever. 
Uh, who who isn't? Dave Chappelle is the greatest. Do you remember when in, when we were in Minneapolis and um, Dave Chappelle was on like a motorcycle trip and he just needed some cash for his friends, and so he just did a surprise show. This is like 2013. He hadn't yeah. been on like touring or like no one had heard about any shows. They announced it. And he sold out. I don't remember where it was, but he sold out. First Ave. First Ave. Was it First Ave? It, it was like 16 like two sh- hours. <laughs> it was like 16 shows, two in eight days. He just did two a day. And he was like, I'll just do one week. And then I'll just like make a ton of money. And then just fall off the map again. And I remember it was like the tickets just like, they were selling out instantly and they didn't do any advertising. There was no press on it. It was all word of mouth. And they were just selling out instantly. It was crazy. It- and they were like a hundred bucks each and you had to buy two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I think somebody invited me because they had an extra ticket, but I like had to work or something. So I didn't go. Oh. Yeah. And but. then and then he just came. Like he did those shows. He probably did them in a couple other cities. And then he was just like, I'm back. And then yeah, eventually he was like back. But yeah. Th- this was before the Netflix specials. This was before he like was back touring really. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think the offers started getting better. Like when, like Netflix finally got all that money to pay comics. Yeah. And they probably started offering them. And he's like, you know what? I'll do some Ohio dates where I live. And then yep. I'll travel on this motorcycle trip. I'll do a couple other dates in some big comedy cities. And we'll see what's working. And if I mm-hmm. can hit all the majors and crush, he's like, I'll take that fat money and put on another stand-up special. Dude, I... Okay, this is this is kind of a weird thing. I hate when somebody gets too too big before I meet them because I really want to meet him and like talk motorcycles with him or something. But I yeah. just feel like at this point I'm never gonna. Did you know I was born in the town that he lives? Oh, really? Yeah, I was born in Yellow Springs, Ohio, which is where he that's, lives, which is bizarre. Cool. Um, yeah, it's like a super weird thing that a lot of people don't know about me uh, that I was born in this tiny little liberal town in and we lived this is where i realized that my parent that i am probably not i was not i don't feel like i was planned because my dad was going to medical school my mom was also in school and they lived in a house with two other families in a, in, yeah in a nothing town in ohio i'm like mm, i don't think that was a uh, if bjorn was a, <laughs> a plan <laughs> nope, your dad just did not pull out that time. That's all that happened. Like, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> all that happened was your dad's like, I'm just gonna leave this in here. <laughs> they were trying to be quiet because of the two other families that lived in this house. Whole family. Whole family. No, no, I'm not kidding. They and they were like all my babysitters and stuff because they were all like teenagers when I was born. Yeah. You you were raised by a commune. No, they pretty much lived in a little mini commune and it was and they were they were hippies and all that. And I'm just like, mm, yeah. That's uh, kind of cool though. It is kind of cool. I also found out from my dad that uh the guy the the doctor who delivered me was a um gay doctor and he did a whole bunch of like revolutionary work and now I should probably know his name, which I have since forgotten since he told me about this, but did a whole bunch of work for um, LGBT stuff and a lot of like HIV um, care and things like that because he was an out gay man in a time when that was not really. So in like the late 80s, 
he was so out. do you think do you think that's why you're gay yeah because the first uh, hands that touched my body that's how that works <laughs> i am like i caught it right then i thought it was later but it was definitely right <laughs> right when you were born minutes <laughs> minutes and i was like this feels right i feel like i'm in the right hands you guys you guys heard it here first <laughs> that's how you become gay <laughs> Do you think he did all that work because of all the people he turned gay? Yeah, yeah. He felt bad that he had like, been spreading <laughs> all, the, all the gabies that he... Um... <laughs> all the gabies? <laughs> you know what's the sad thing is there's a sect of the population of the Earth and the United States where they're like, that is how you become gay. <laughs> I know. It's a scary thing. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, this is kind of on the same note. I, I love the scene. It's like the very beginning where they're like, have you had cyber? Do you remember that as like a term? Uh, yeah, I do remember that. Is it term. still a term? <laughs> cyber? Did anyone ever ask you that? Like, were they like, uh, have you had cyber? Um, <laughs> when we were kids fucking around on chat rooms, you, you'd try to cyber. Wait, did you do that? Did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Please tell me about it. <laughs> I want to know. We would do it, but we'd do it like so. It'd be like, I'm touching your boobs. <laughs> yes, yeah. we were like 13. We didn't know if cyber works. Yeah, like, just like, <laughs> I've always thought about that. Like, I, I like those um, to catch a predators. Like, would it be a dead giveaway if they were good at it? <laughs> like, you, like, because uh, I feel like when I was younger doing that stuff, we just like had no idea. It's kind yeah, of we like, didn't know it. In um, 40-year-old virgin, where he's just like, yeah, I'm touching your boob, and it feels like a bag of sand. Yeah, her boobs were like, you know, like bags of sand. (laughs) Where you just are so clueless. I just, like, when that came up, I was just like, I remember when I was a kid, I had this friend, and, like, they were the same age as me, and she just, I remember she's like, oh, have you ever cybered before? And I was like, what are you talking about? No, I have not. Did you cyber with her? No, no, this was like, no, we never cybered. Uh, but she like told me all these stories about all the guys that she was cybering, all these older guys she was cybering with. And I was just like, what? <laughs> and I, I sometimes wonder if she was making it up or if she was like really uh, catfishing all these old dudes. <laughs> or not catfishing, uh, to catch her predatoring yeah. all these, no, all these old dudes. No, she was definitely catfishing because she was probably like, I'm 26. Yeah, I think that's what she told me. She's like, yeah, you go into these chat rooms and you say that you're older so that you can get in these other things. And then you talk with these people. And I was just like. You know what the screwed up thing is? is so many kids our age did that. That yeah. like, I assume every every chat room was just other 13 year olds pretending they're older cybering with each other yeah they're all just like yeah pull out your boobs <laughs> we all learned what sex was from pretending we're older on the internet and then cybering other kids who are pretending they're older right there right. was no adults on their cybering <laughs> yeah there was actually no adults it was all just 13 year olds <laughs> who are like and then my my penis was all hard <laughs> like yeah and you're like, i don't you know how i learned how to type good though is is doing like chat rooms and stuff i god are chat rooms they're not even really a thing anymore i guess it's like no. commenting on people's instagram yeah. photos <laughs> chat rooms are just it's just reddit now yeah it's it's reddit you just comment mean things to people and then someone else comments mean things and then you guys become friends on the internet because what what were chat rooms were just like 
like how would you know what kind of chat room to go in? You would just be like, ooh, there's I guess it's kind of like uh playing video games online where there's just like, yeah, oh, I, there's 40 people in this waiting room. Let's let's jump on this game. Yeah, but I think I think at that time cuz it, it made it seem cuz they lived so close to each other, maybe they were in like a neighborhood chat room. Oh, that's a good point. Cuz I did I think write back that in those down. days it'd be like it'd be like, you know, like like Brooklyn, East Portland, yeah. yeah, yeah, Brooklyn, yeah, lower Brooklyn chat room, and you're like, well, I'm gonna be in that because there's gonna be other people who are gonna get how this coffee shop sucks, right, right. Oh, that's a really good point because I did write down like, how is it that they were just in a random chat room and they just happened to be in the same neighborhood? That's a good point. No. Maybe it was like yeah. a neighborhoody chat room. I think room. it was like a neighborhoody AOL. I think that's how AOL worked, and then it was like kind of like Reddit where there would be like subgenres of like things you liked. Okay. So, like, you could go into an X-Files chat room and be like, well, let's talk about this episode of X-Files. X-Files was big at the time. Uh, that is a perfect chat room. <laughs> so, I, I'm going to commend you on that. That was solid. Like, a 98 yep. uh, uh, chat room. Just David Duchovny and Scully, whoever, whatever her name is. I don't remember. You know what? I'm going to go into this home improvement chat room. Oh, <laughs> never mind. This one is about actual home improvements. I'm going to get yeah. out of this chat room because I don't know how to build stuff. And I'm going to go into one where we just talk about Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about how funny Tim Allen was on this latest yeah. episode. I think Wilson's hung. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, so let's see. Uh, cranberries. I, I felt like that was a solid soundtrack choice because that feels like, to me, whenever I hear the Cranberries or like R.E.M., I think of this era. I love R.E.M. I listen to R.E.M. all the time. Yeah, I remember being bummed when they broke up. What was it, <clears throat> yeah. like 2010 or something like that? Remember like... when, uh, what, what is his name, the lead singer R.E.M.? I, I can't, I don't know any lead singers of any band except for maybe 311. <laughs> Michael it. Like or if it's if the, or something if the band is named after the lead singer then i probably know it but that's about it for me i'm i'm terrible at that stuff i'll be like oh i really like this band and people start talking about the members and i'm just like yeah that's not a thing i do yeah it's michael stipe remember when michael stipe and uh the lead singer dashboard confessional put something out together no what was it called uh it was it was the bonus like dvd you got with a mark a mission a brand of scar the oh, Dashboard wow. Confessional. He just came out and played a couple songs with him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I do know who Hootie is of Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> or uh, Dave, Tom Perry and the Heartbreakers. <laughs> Pretty sure I know who that lead singer is. <laughs> Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish? I was, I was um, joking. Uh, <laughs> so... Let's talk about the caviar garnish because I feel like that was something that did you what would you think of that like when he's taking all the caviar and she's like it's a garnish and then he just takes more caviar one I thought that was hilarious because it really showed who he was as somebody who just like does not care about anything and is just in it for the bits it really made me like him because it was it was a mean thing but not super mean like a rich bit yeah. He's just like, you think I care about money or other people's money? <laughs> like, I don't even care about my own money. <laughs> like, yeah. Let alone. Also, whatever. my real my real question was, um, why are they at a party together? Is this like a bookstore owner party? 
They never really explained why oh, they kept yeah. being in the same circles. I think it was because they both like, wasn't it because like <laughs> their partners, like one of them was a writer and the other one was like a book publisher. Oh yeah. Their partners were at the party, which yes. I, Cause they both geeked out on each other. Mm-hmm. Both yeah. the significant others, which is hilarious that they're geeking out and falling in love with each other while the other two are falling in love with each other without knowing it. Right. So did you realize who that other, who Tom Hanks's girl was? No, who was she? What Parker was she Posey. Do you know who that is? Oh, was it Parker Posey? It's Parker Posey. Like, I was like, holy shit. I had to look that one up because I was like, oh, she looks so familiar. Who is that? And then I was like, oh my God. The girl from Scream. From Three. Scream. And she was in all of those um, mockumentary things. Yes, she was in uh, Christopher Superman Guest Return. movies. She was in Superman Returns. Blade Trinity, apparently. I didn't, even, <laughs> I didn't put that one together. Uh, that was not a poll for me. I will be completely um, transparent with the group. She was in Inside Out. Didn't realize that. Uh, yeah, but um, that was cool. I thought she was great. And I love that. I love that elevator scene. What'd you think of that elevator scene? Where they it, essentially break up, I think, right? Yes. It was great. It was great because it is a scene, like a push-along scene. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where they're like, this is what we're gonna have here to push the story. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Cause I loved how they, they were like let's hold who she the is. Up. Yeah. And she's she's one of those because I admit that I liked that Tom Hanks never downplayed how rich he was, but he wasn't snobby and he didn't like that aspect of rich. That's kind of goes in turn with the caviar garnish thing is he's rich and he's fine with it, but he doesn't take things serious. He's not stuffy. Yeah. He's like a Mark Cuban. <laughs> yeah. Where he's rich, but he has fun. <laughs> <laughs> but he still parties, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's rich, but he parties. He's rich, but he parties. But like so not out, like, outlandish. She's like, oh, we got to complain to all this. And he's like, it's not really that big of a deal. It's like, whatever. And she's like, she's like, can't you get somebody? And he's try. She keeps yelling at people and he's like, let me do it the charming way. And she's like, you got to, you got to put your foot down. And he was just like, no, that's not how you yell. That's, how, pe- that's how people end up spitting in your food. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> like- is how you don't get shit done. Let me be overly nice and rich. <laughs> and blow people's minds well like that elevator has an operator who just freezes up in his like main reason that he's there is all i'm saying (laughs) how many elevators have you been on with an operator this is a question for you i feel like a couple but it's been a while and it felt weird i've only been on one and that was at the hotel del coronado in on coronado island in san diego Okay, I thought you were going to say, and that was the uh, drop of doom at... Uh, <laughs> that was whatever. the Tower of Terror. That was the Tower of Terror at Universal. <laughs> but it was so weird because I was on the third floor. There's only five <laughs> floors. I was on the third one, so I have to be like three. And he's like, all right, we got to see if we can get a couple more people on here and they'll go up there. Like, he would wait. Like, he wouldn't just shut the... Like, let me get on and then shut it right away. He'd give it like two minutes to see if anybody else was coming. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I was, I was definitely ill at this time. I was very sick staying at the hotel, unfortunately. Super nice hotel, but I was very sick. So I couldn't walk up the stairs. I was handicapped. <laughs> and that was like, 
if I if I even had half of my strength, I could just get to my room by the time we wait for these people. It's yeah. three stories. It's not that big of a deal. And they had a nice like grand staircase that went all the way up to the fifth floor. Oh, okay. So it was an option that was very nice. It wasn't like I had to go through some dirty hallway. Like yeah, there was yeah. also nice stairs. There was like the stairs were nice. The only reason there was, there was an elevator guy because it was a hundred and fifty year old hotel, so it was like they wanted to keep that charm. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, it was a place like President State. It's a super nice hotel, but like the elevator guy. And then after 10 p.m., there was just no elevator guy. Oh, really? It was just like so a could, service that they did at one point. They did a I service, guess. and then they didn't have like 24-hour elevator guy service. So one time I got on at 11, and I had to press my own button that took me up to the floor. Like, what do you expect of me to push my own buttons? Because I was performing there. So like at night after the shows, I was – I had to get myself up there by yeah. pressing the button like on an elevator I've used my whole life as an adult. Yeah. And, and I was like, why the fuck is the elevator guy here? This is so much more convenient <laughs> to do it without him. I know. It, uh, it is. It's kind of like pumping your own gas. Oh, I, yeah. You live in a state where they, where they do yeah, it for you. They do. And it's always weird when I am not. Cause I'm just like, Oh, can I still do this? But I, I, spoiler alert. I totally can. Um, how is, how is having somebody pump your gas? Here's the, here's my issue with it. My habit that I had spent years cultivating and I had gotten this tip from a friend and you know what? Here we go. Small tip. If you want to keep your car clean, anytime you're getting gas, that's a great time to clear out all the trash and all the McDonald's bags that are crumpled up on the back seat. Like, like is when you're waiting for your gas to fill up. That's when you just open up the doors. You So my habit is every time I'm getting gas, I get out of my car and I like empty the trash. I, re, I do the windows and then I finish the gassing. But now I just like roll up. I just like crack the window and hand my credit card and just bark what I want. And they just do it for you. Um, is, it, is it slightly embarrassing? Because... Um... I don't want to interrupt you about this, no. but um, I'm a, I'm not rich, so sometimes <laughs> I'm only putting ten in the tank. Is it embarrassing to be like, here's my card, put five? On. No, no, it's no. not. Like, there's no the only the only part. There's two. There's two times that I I'm annoyed, and I have specific places. So like, uh, with my uh, my motorcycle, they won't fill your motorcycle up for you. They make you do that. Cause it is hard and you kind of have to know what you're doing to do it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm glad I have a lot of experience in this. Cause like you got to go really slow. Cause like my tank on my motorcycle is like, I think it's like three gallons or something, which okay. you got to be careful. That fills up very quickly. <laughs> like, yeah. It takes um, about 30 seconds with you going really slow. So before it sloshes everywhere. Um, but if you, if you're filling up like a gas can, which I mm -hmm. do. I keep a gas can um, so that I don't have to keep going because I motorcycle only has a three gallon tank. So if you keep a gas can at your house, I just fill up every single time before I go ride so that I never have to like, it just feels weird putting like $3 of gas in, in to my tank. But um, when I'm yeah. filling up the gas can, there's specific places and this is going to come off as, I don't know what, but there is this Asian woman that is the best person in town in the town of portland that i've experienced no mess and she just nails it every single time and i love her and i always try to go while she's working because she crushes it and she never gets gas everywhere 
Whereas every other idiot, I'm like, this is your fucking job and you can't fill a gas can without spilling it all over the place. Well, and then my whole was... car smells like gas and it's super annoying. Well, that's what I was going to say to you about um, the other thing. Like the, the, they won't fill up motorcycles because it's hard. Yeah. It's your job. It's your job. Exactly. You should be really good at this. <laughs> like they should have a test. It's like, all right, fill up this car. Now fill up this motorcycle. Now fill up this weird other motorcycle. <laughs> but um, it is it is weird when I go back and then I'm just like, the, the funnest is when you're in, because um, they actually just changed it in the state of Oregon. So it's mostly just like in the metro areas that they have it. And the not do it yourself or whatever, the um, self-service. Yeah. Is it, so outside of the metro areas, they don't, it's not self-service. And sometimes you'll be places and there's just cars parked for so long yeah because they expect it yeah they kind of expect it and i will say sometimes when it's busy it is the most annoying thing in the world and there's been times where like i'm not supposed to do this but i will get out of my car and i will just put the nozzle back because it's been done for a while and there's a huge line behind me and i'm just like why am i why am i doing this because there's like one attendant and there's like 50 pumps and they're just running around like a chicken with their head cut off so, so they don't have an attendant for every pump. No. I mean, okay, sometimes you like, catch it on like a shift change or something like that. And it's just yeah. like. So it's just one, one or two attendants per gas station. It depends on the gas station. Like some of them, like if you go to like a Costco or something like that, there's like, like a lot more, there's, there's more, like if it's like busy times during the day, but I've also so, had like, there's people will just be on their phones. Like what? Like there's this one gas station by my house. I go to occasionally. And this dude is just like, he doesn't even talk to you. He's just like watching shit on his phone the whole time and just yeah. like does it without even looking. He's just, I don't know what he's watching. I have no idea. I assume Star Wars, something nerdy. What, <laughs> what do they pay a gas station attendant? Minimum wage. Okay. Yeah. That's so this is what, like a high school job. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of high schoolers and, you know, whatever. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's not the cream of the crop per no. se. And, you, and you're watching sometimes, you're just like, why are you doing it in that? Like, I would have like a flow to it where I, you know, whatever, I overthink everything. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm thinking about how they're not properly starting and stopping the thing so that cars can like pull out. And, yeah. yeah. Do anyway. they not have, is it not the mechanical pumps like we're all used to? They're the same pumps that you're used to. It's the exact same pumps. It's nothing different. There's no, they're literally, it creates jobs, but it's like the silliest thing ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this baffles me so much that they're, and that, that people have trouble with it. Sometimes, I'm an idiot and I can yeah. my own gas. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty basic thing. But I feel like it's because you've been doing it for years. You know, like if you'd never done it, it might be intimidating. I have like 17, 18 years on filling my own gas. <laughs> you should put that on your resume. <laughs> I would. If I applied to be a gas pumper, I'd be like, I've been doing, how long, how much experience do you have? I'd be like, like 18 years. <laughs> and I'm like poor. So sometimes I only put three right? bucks in it and I can stop it usually within <laughs> four cents of it. On the, on the, can you do exactly $3? Like stop it on the exact yeah. amount, please. Um, yeah, I feel I feel like the elevator is uh, very similar. And then in that scene, it's just like, dude, this is your main job. You should know that. And like, I watched one 
like cheddar video at some on YouTube about elevators and how all the scenes in movies are complete crap because there are there are um, all of these brake systems that have been around for a very long time and elevators yeah. will never fall. They will not fall. Like there's so many. The only I think there was a there was a thing where there was like an elevator did fall and it was because of this like like a domino effect of um human error because there's like there's all of these fail safes and every single one of them had not been checked in like us like so it was it was the fault of a whole bunch of people that caused an elevator to fall and i don't even think it fell mm-hmm. that far and nobody died like it was like not even that big of a deal there's like there's all these brakes and these backup systems and these mechanical parts that keep an elevator from falling it's um basically there's like a current there's like a thing that has to be constantly like a current a power the reason like a power outage you don't want to be an elevator and a power outage is because there's a mechanical thing that has to have power to not apply the brake. So basically yeah. it's like a reverse brake that if the power goes out, then the brakes, then the brakes clamp down and then you can't move the elevator. And that's why yeah, in an emergency when the power goes out, you don't want to be in an elevator because no. then you get stuck. Yeah. I've seen Die Hard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. They explain the elevator in Die Hard. <laughs> they, 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 go, they go deep on the elevator game in that, but all right. Uh, I want to bring up about how uh, this, f- so she is not the first generation business owner of her bookstore. This is, this is what makes the movie kind of sad. Is okay. It's, yeah, you, you explain it and then I'll get into. Okay. So she, wait, I don't know if we're on the same page about this, but like she is, her mom owned this children's bookstore and then it is, being kind of forced to close um and she has run it after her mom passed away uh but the thing that i know as a business owner and just like i read a lot of stuff about business is i believe it's 30 percent or maybe it's 60 percent i knew it and then i forgot it maybe it's 60 percent. it's a huge percentage of businesses in the second generation don't make it to the third generation like oh wow i didn't know that i know i know for restaurants like the in the first five years like 90 percent fail right in the first five years but the second generation let me just like look this up um second generation um business owners rarely make it because they don't have the same passion as the original owners it's passed on to them yeah a lot of them are taking it over almost as a burden yeah yeah like, it's like, my mom owns this, so this is what I have to do. Okay. It was, it's 60% of all second-generation businesses are a failure. That makes um, sense. And then the third generation goes up to 90%. That makes a ton of sense. Okay. So I knew that these were um, powers of three. <laughs> That's what I remember now. Um, so to me, it's not that big of a deal that this business goes under because my my takeaway from the movie was that it he actually kind of helped her out even though it sucks that she has to close the business and it's really sad and but and they briefly touch on this this is the only thing i may have stressed just a little bit more is that 
she got to like really do what her passion was, which was writing. Like she really got to pursue what she wanted to do. Whereas if the business had not had stayed going. Yeah. She probably would have kept doing it because she felt this obligation to her mother and all of that. But this, but he actually kind of gave her the opportunity to explore something else, you know, as opposed to like, yeah. Yeah. He, He's letting her let it. Oh, you oh there, we go. There, there we go. go. Okay. Yeah, he's he's letting her off the hook from this burden. And I mean, arguably, he wants to hire her at his store, which is kind of a shit move. <laughs> kind of is. Because there's that that scene. I love that scene where like she there's like the um the like uh, I'm going to say borders uh, the Fox books employee that doesn't know anything about books and is not helpful. This is a classic thing that's happening, but with the internet, not with the internet knocking small businesses out is you lose those experts about, you know, music or movies or like, like movies, for example, is a great example of like, I missed going and renting movies because you could ask the attendant like, Hey, I liked this movie. Do you have any suggestions of like gems? Oh, that or- was the, you know that's why i saw so many movies as a kid because i'd go in and i'd be like i'm returning adam's family values and josh and sam what movie (laughs) should i get and he's like dude you'll love these three movies and then i would get those three movies and i'd love them they're like encino man uh no yeah encino man probably north the movie north yeah north radio flyer and uh yeah depending on what year it is and drop dead fred dude that's my favorite movie as a kid i watched that on repeat and i saw it was on netflix and i was like not gonna ruin that that memory i'm not yep, gonna go drop back dead fred does not hold up i don't think it holds I up at all really feel like it's not gonna hold up and do you ever watch a movie and you're just like i know so many of the lines of this like i could say the lines of this movie yeah that happens to me quite often uh, i could I'm do a like, zoolander i could do zoolander word for word almost i feel like i could also do zoolander uh word for word you know zoolander is one of those ones i remember when i saw it i i thought it was okay and then as i watched it more i appreciated it more and even to this day because i know it so well i will understand jokes that i didn't get because it is just a joke forward the whole uh, so. movie is a bit it is the whole thing every aspect of it and there's just like little subtle jokes that are so brilliant in that in that movie <laughs> that's a that's a fun um bringing that up i like that yes back to this movie i really liked what he did after buying out her business this is the most romantic part of the movie to me okay what well, what was it uh, after he buys out her business he basically makes it his goal to hang out with her every day and learn something about her which is so romantic because at this point he already knows who she is right which we didn't even get in we haven't even gotten yeah. into that god <laughs> like, okay yeah they yeah. agree to meet they agree to meet after cybering and um he brings his friend dave Chappelle. Yeah. with him on the date and he's like we just got to scope it out and then i'll be on my own which yeah come on dude you're in your 30s <laughs> you'll bring a friend on a date to make well i guess to make sure you're not getting cat bring an or, employee i love that yeah. he's a, you gotta remember he's an employee but like a friend 
He's like, am I getting paid for this? <laughs> so they go and they find out it's her and he crashes. According to her, he crashes her date. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, I got stood up, but I'm so glad you were there, even though I was mean to you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, she's mean. And he was, yeah. The whole so time. mean because she's expecting her dream guy to show up and the guy who's buying out her business and just basically being in her neighborhood and shit storming her whole life just shows up to ruin a yet another thing that she loves yeah <laughs> like so from that moment on he basically makes a vow to to make it up to her mm-hmm. that he's ruining her mom's business <laughs> he's He's trying to turn around. He's trying to turn around that she doesn't like him. I wanted, sorry, this is a side note. I really wanted it to kind of get flipped on its head uh, where he realized that he wasn't actually that passionate about the business that he also acquired. I thought that would be a fun, but it kind of just ends with them getting together. Spoiling. You you mean like the parallel of both of them hating that they're taking over their dad's business? Dad yeah, and mom's yeah. business. Yeah. Because he didn't seem like that. I mean, because there's that scene where he's like sitting upside down on the couch throwing one, I don't know, something in the air, like an apple or something. And it's just like, yeah. Clearly, he's inheriting a business that he doesn't give any shits about, but no, he's, he's good at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely one of those, like, he doesn't want to do it, but what's he going to do now? Learn something. To, he's kind of one of those guys who's complacent, where he's like, yeah. I'm not going to make more money doing anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he's just okay with being like the whole opening, not opening scene, but when he's with his um, aunt who's six years old and his younger brother, who's I think seven or eight. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, this is my life. It's weird. Can we but- talk about how it's a dick move to buy um, children fish? Like, like because that's that's like getting someone a that's like responsibility like there's a lot as somebody who has a fish tank it's kind of a lot of work and those kids are not the ones taking care of it it's gonna die in 10 days regardless of how much you take care of it oh yeah yeah goldfish are just lessons of um mortality yeah you buy you buy kids goldfish because you want them to die so they can learn things die so they can learn that things go to a farm a special farm (laughs) no you make them flush that fish down the toilet when it dies it's like see what happens when you don't feed or water (laughs) these did you water the goldfish? <laughs> uh, yeah, the um, I I wrote down that this movie could also be called Adorable Catfish. It could it it could be like, called when uh, catfishing goes right. Because <laughs> he's essentially catfishing her the whole time, except oh surprise he's hot and charming and he's been there the whole time no because there is no there is no pictures being exchanged which is so weird that they never sent each other any pictures oh i didn't even think about that i guess you'd have to scan them in at the yeah or have a digital camera which wasn't everybody at this time no he probably had one for sure this was like the era when you bought a computer and you got a free printer and a, pre- and a free scanner and they were two separate devices. Yes. And you're like, well, I'm never going to use a scanner. What am I going to use this for? I have a scanner and I realized the other day that my iPhone takes better PDF pictures 
than the I do it all, scanner. I do it all the time. I take PDF pictures on my iPhone. You're just like, all right. <laughs> Takes a higher resolution photo than my scanner does. All right. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about when they meet. Okay. When he lets his I, dog off in a public place, he just lets his dog be loose and just doesn't care. I hate it. That was the one point where I was like, I would not date this guy. <laughs> I would deal breaker right there. You're just going to walk around with a loose dog in, a, in the city. <laughs> it could get hit by cars. It's so irresponsible. No, he, he has a well-trained dog because he probably paid Caesar Milan to train it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he can just, just, but I like leash. that he goes on a date with her. They go on a date. Yeah. Get her ready to meet the man of her dreams, who he already knows is him. Yeah. That. And, and then she goes, get out of here. You're annoying. I have to go meet the man of my dreams. And he's just like, all right. <laughs> he's like, you have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> and also, also, I want to bring something up that, that kind of perplexed me is um, she knows he has a dog. She's hung out with him several times. She doesn't know the name of his dog. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because he's like, I'll be there with Baxter or whatever. His dog's name's not Baxter. I forgot his dog's name, though. Yeah. But he's like, me, me and Bruno, something with a B, <laughs> me and Bojangles will be there at yeah. the park. And wouldn't she be like, wait, Mr. Fox has a dog named Bojangles? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, maybe it was like a really common one, like yeah. Porter, I feel like, <laughs> or Hazel. Yeah spot yeah spot i worked at a dog hotel and um hazel was the most common dog name and there were four golden retrievers named hazel and it was super annoying because they look very very similar why wouldn't there be why right? wouldn't of there course be? uh yeah her okay her look when she found finds out i did write that down i loved that look it was the best acting I've ever seen. Oh my God. It was so brilliant. It was perfect. It was perfect. I was like, somebody you. pretended to do that. That look, that was pretend. Well, that's kind of the fun thing. And she go, and it's, it's my problem with a lot of these movies, to be honest with you, is that there is not a lot of genuineness in any of these people's eyes when they fall in love or like in the notebook when she was like, it was you. I was like, eh. Kind of believe it, kind of don't. Yeah, but yeah. this one where she where she said, "I, I knew I wished it would be you," yeah, made me almost cry because of how uh, believable it was. It wasn't too over the top, which would have made me cry. Yeah, because it's what these movies are meant to do. She did it like a normal person. Yeah, she goes all day. I wished this would have been you, and you're just like, I believe that. <laughs> I want to see the alternate ending where it's not him. Like he gets Dave Chappelle to show up for him. And he's like, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Neil! <laughs> what's her name? Are you talking just, about Neil Brennan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he brings Neil Brennan? <laughs> I'm Joe Fox! <laughs> bitch! <laughs> Kathleen! <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Big Ryan. Come here. Oh God. Sorry, mate, I had to get I had to get an Abba Zabba bar. Because my only friend. It's my only friend. You get high. <laughs> and you smoke weed. 
<laughs> I'm Dave Chappelle. <laughs> like, it's, it, you know, I wonder if they're still friends. <laughs> because right now, it's like, they could be Dave friends. Dave Chappelle and Tom Hanks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're definitely <laughs> friends. It's like the only person that, like, Dave Chappelle can hang like, out with now. Because they're at the top, top yeah, of their yeah. games. When you have, when have, you're that high, you gotta. Yeah. You can't hang out people, like, you can hang out people below you, which which they both do. But, like, you gotta hang out with other people who are the best at what they do. Mm-hmm. You're like, Tom, you're the best actor. And he's like, remember when you were just my buddy in a movie? <laughs> yeah, I want to see the movie where he plays the supporting, or not the, where where Tom Hanks is a supporting actor for Dave Chappelle. <laughs> helps him go on dates? Yeah, helps him go on dates. All right. Uh, did you have anything else? I have a couple of small things. Uh, throw them in. All right. Uh, I have easy breakups. Their breakups are like super easy. And you know, I appreciate that because so often movies portray breakups as like one thing as it's as just like devastating throw all of your stuff on the lawn. And yeah. sometimes I feel like that is damaging as someone who had an ex throw all their stuff on the lawn. I felt like, you're just doing this to copy all the movies that you watch. And it's like, how about you watch a movie like this where you're like, you know what? We aren't a good match. Why are we still together? And then you just break up amicably. You, you know, know? A, lot of, a lot of breakups are like that too, where you're like, let's just break up. This ain't like, working. Where it's like, uh, clearly this is not working for both of us. So like, like that yeah. feels more, I just felt like that was more grounded in reality as opposed to this like, throw all of your throw your xbox on the lawn type of thing mm-hmm. or your yeah, playstation they're just, <laughs> just like yeah break it up fine yeah um i also have home cappuccino was a thing <laughs> home cappuccino machines remember that when there was that as like people got them built into their houses like built into the wall yeah uh that that was the thing that was um <laughs> they go to starbucks but when starbucks was cool yeah that was the thing i noticed yeah starbucks oh, was yeah. like a coffee shop they do well i mean there's a coffee shop in his business too which is what made me think it was maybe a well no i guess that would be barnes and noble does that right they yeah, have barnes starbucks has, they have starbucks right uh but make I, up I wrote, moments oh what's up Makeout what moments. You, yeah. I mean, the end of this movie, like, how can you? It's just like, you wanted to, like, this movie is just them, their relationship edging the whole time, and then you get the release at the end. Yes. <laughs> and so there's, or even like the parts, like the montage kind of parts where they're sort of, they're not dating, but they're sort of dating kind of thing. Yeah. I figure you can smooch it up when he's hanging out with his dad because nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Like when his dad's going through the breakup, which is hilarious because the dad's girlfriend leaves him for the nanny. Oh yeah. I, and I like, like how he's like, I like how he's like, I could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've talked we've touched on this a few times about like where like how hard it is it must be to date for someone that ha- that has a lot of money. They have yeah. those dating apps though now where it's like you have to put like your net worth and you have to like prove it with bank statements or I don't know what it is, but it's like famous people, Tinder. Yeah. 
Fa- I don't yeah, know what famous, it's called. famous and rich people dating sites. And I've heard, I've heard uh, like bigger comics and actors talk about them on podcasts. Yeah, you have to have like a check next to your name on all yeah. social media platforms to get it <laughs> or verify. Yeah, that's why like people who get married who are famous, like marry celebrity chefs and stuff like that. It's because you get it. Yeah, yeah. Where they're like in another field, but they're, yep. you know, there's, yeah, yeah. They don't really bring up the economic, um, dis- what is it, <laughs> the disproportionate economic standing or the fact that she lives in New York City and now is, um, I guess, unemployed. Like, yeah, had, that's she, true. had she just been saving like crazy the whole time? Well, she's going to get a d- job because Dave Chappelle keeps bringing up that he will hire her for the children's division. <laughs> she can go work at, at this uh, minimum wage job. Like, yeah, she can go work and... <laughs> no, she'll be running the department. She'll probably make a nice, a nice sixty grand a year to live in. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, does she own her apartment? I mean, maybe if she also acquired her apartment from her mom, then she'd be doing okay. Probably. Like you just she, pay the taxes on that thing, and that's it. But she's in love with Joe Fox, so he's going to take care of everything. F O X. <laughs> the kids. Yeah. <laughs> Were they? Uh... It was kind of, yeah, it was it was kind of weird that he sort of knew the whole time. I don't feel like do you feel like you could you could do that? Could you I don't think I could have. I would just like No. I would have told her that when they when I found out, like I might hold it for like a few minutes, but like I can't even like I don't even like having gifts unopened for too long, you know? Yeah, I would have walked right up to the table. I would have been like, Well, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And she would have been like <laughs> She would have been like, I'm waiting for somebody. And I'd be like, yeah. I know. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm here. And she'd be like, not you. And I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, me. And then I'd like say something from it. And she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, yeah. You just apologize and just walk out of the building with your tail between your legs. <laughs> you just show up Move and be like, credits. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm what sorry. What if that's where you the want- movie ended? <laughs> You want to try? And she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Bye. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we got makeout moments. This is definitely a watch it for me. I, so I, like, much a watch Even it. though we like ripped on it and everything, I, I absolutely, this was so good. You guys, really this is how it. we meet people now. You should see the first couple to ever meet and fall in love online. Yeah, this is, this is the blueprint for Tinder. <laughs> This is like, this is the starting. Like you have to, you have to enjoy the like why people watch Casablanca or Citizen Kane. If we're gonna go into movies, like you gotta watch the ones that pave the road to understand right. the rest. I do love how how much um, like the nostalgia there is in watching movies like this, where the tech, the um, the advancement of technology has made writing a little more interesting, where they have to like have the little thing they have to like have the scene where they're like i got no cell service and it's like okay that's why nobody's just on their phone to find the solution to literally everything yes (laughs) we're like every movie now has to start with there's no cell service (laughs) so that anything can happen (laughs) because now it's just like (laughs) i'm we're all idiots without them yeah it's like oh i'm stuck or like everyone is just like the annoying person from um oh what are those uh the those national treasure movies you have you just have those guys in your pockets 
Wait, is that guy in that movie too? No. Steve, Steve Zahn? Zahn. Is he in National Treasure? No, he's in Sahara, which is like the same oh, thing, but damn bad. It. That's close. Um, which is also not <laughs> uh Tom Hanks is in the um the book ones, the Dan Brown book ones that I can't. Yeah, the uh the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. I was like, Angels and Demons is the second one. Um, Yep. McConaughey is in Sahara. That's right. All right. All right. (laughs) All right. So I think that's all right. All right. This is definitely a watch it. I think that's going to do it for this episode. That was super fun. Uh, Very stoked on this movie. Definitely go out and watch it if you haven't watched it and or watch like, it again yeah i didn't watch. like this movie yeah i didn't like this movie when i was a kid but now i'm like yep yep this, is how it it goes. this one does hold up unlike uh drop dead fred <laughs> where... this one arguably holds up even more because of how prevalent online dating is yeah because it's become more of like this was like a fringe thing at the time and now it's like the main thing yeah which is pretty fascinating this movie oddly has aged better. Yeah, it's like aged like a good wine or a whiskey. <laughs> yes. It's been in that barrel and you're just like, damn, this is a good year. 98. <laughs> this is cool. 98. Pinder's I don't know anything. Awesome. <laughs> like, ooh, there's there's notes of cherry and uh smoke. All right. Uh please like and uh, like us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We have new episodes every Thursday. That's it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.